Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief, and learned to live life their way. And now, it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hi, hi, fabulous humans, and welcome to our very first episode of the Self-Styled Life podcast for 2024. Happy New Year to you. If you've just wandered in here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you're a regular listener, thank you and welcome back. I'm so grateful to have you joining me again for another season of the podcast. And I hope you're as excited as I am to know that I have big plans for us this year. I'm planning bigger conversations and deeper dives into topics that impact women who work in corporate. Think things like navigating everything personal from relationship breakdowns to pregnancy, fertility issues, perimenopause and menopause while working in the corporate environment, building financial freedom for the long term and defining or redefining leadership for a more compassionate, more empathetic workplace. And don't worry, we'll still be digging into everything related to self-belief and self-doubt and we'll be talking about how we build big careers and fabulous self-styled lives. And I want to kick things off by really taking you behind the scenes of the massive transformation project that I led and the team delivered at the back end of 2023. It's not lost on me that I've just had the most successful year in my corporate life ever, And when we went live with the program at the end of November 2023, the Banks MD really encouraged me to slow down and celebrate what we'd just delivered. As she said, it's really rare and really hard to do what we'd just done. And so I've been taking her advice and really examining and integrating the experience. And I've realised that there are some really big lessons in what I've just done that I think could be really helpful for you to know too. Because here's the thing. If I can do it, know that you can do it too. Just let me be the evidence. So yes, I think this episode's going to be a really reflective personal one, but I know you love peeking behind the scenes, so let's get started. But first, I need to give you some context. Almost six years ago now, I was asked to transform mortgage lending for the Australian bank that I work for. My then small team and I delivered a number of very decent projects before our work got put on steroids for what's now been the past three years. My small team grew to well over 400 as we were asked to deliver a new product, a new brand, new policies, new business model and all of it on a new technology platform. We needed to blend every possible skill set into the team. 
We've had designers, business analysts, marketers, product managers, product specialists, developers, testers, change and learning professionals, and a team of implementation specialists, as well as so many others working for years and then lately working around the clock to deliver this massive transformation. And at the end of November 2023, right when we said we would, we went live after years of questions about whether we could do it. Exec and board presentations, fighting to keep resources, working with the business to ensure we delivered what they needed, we went live. And then the most amazing thing happened. It's been super successful. Yep, the whole thing has had a good dose of teething issues, of course, anything this big would. But at 5pm on the Friday before New Year's Eve, my fabulous colleague, uh, we'll call her C, jumped on to a call and we just shook our heads at the success of the Go Live month. C has been on my team since day one and we'd agreed that if you told us beforehand, like six years ago, where would we be one month after this Go Live, we would have said it would be a dream come true. Now, obviously, after so much work and such a long time, there are a huge amount of lessons that can be learned from this piece of work, and I've managed to refine them down to about six for today's chat. They're lessons that I really want to take with me into 2024, and I know that they'll change the way that I show up in both my corporate life, but also in my coaching practice. The first thing I've learned is that I can hold a really big vision for a really long time. I always knew what we were delivering and why it was important. I had complete clarity right from the start, and that's why I encourage all of you to have clarity for the things you want to deliver in your own careers and lives. I wasn't always able to communicate the vision to allow everyone to believe. We had many people quit the program over the years because they didn't truly trust that we'd be successful. The psychological risks of failure, disappointment, complexity and conflict were present on every single day of the program and not everyone was able to deal with these risks. But more than enough of the team shared my vision and were able to live with the risk and it all really reinforces to me why clarity is key to every version of personal and professional success and that we can live with the risk and still be okay. The second big lesson was that I can carry and deliver so much more than I ever imagined I could. I now have so much evidence of how big I can play, I'm wondering why I didn't play bigger sooner. I was working massive days, my coaching practice continued to grow, I didn't have to reschedule a single coaching client when we were in the thick of delivery. Ironically, the only reschedule that I had to do was for a client who had a session on the night of our celebration and I was co-hosting with our executive and couldn't be in two places at once. I didn't miss a podcast episode, although that was mainly due to Felia and Darcy, who worked their magic in shorter time frames than they would have liked and that I would have liked to have given them. I continue to travel. I've been to New Zealand and Sydney and Singapore in the last six months, all for fun. And rather than try to cut things back, I tried to stay super curious about my ability to expand. And of course, I've treated everything as an experiment. I kept asking myself questions like, how far can you stretch? What practices do you need to help you stretch? Let's see if you can carry just a little bit more. 
I wasn't silly about it. I didn't want to go beyond my limits and I really didn't want to burn out. But I did want to test what those limits actually were rather than what I imagined they might be. And I found out that my limits were way beyond what I ever could have imagined. Now, as I look at 2024, I'm already layering in more. I know I can take on more coaching clients. I can create more tools and strategies and courses for all of you. I can undertake more study and I can do more in my personal life and my professional life because I have all the evidence I need now. The third lesson has to do with what we can do and when we can do it in our careers. And the truth is I had to reframe my identity, my age and my stage of my career. I've led this program as I've entered my 50s and I've been navigating perimenopause and three other women on the senior leadership team of the program are in the same age bracket and dealing with the same hormonal upheavals that I've been. The cultural narrative at the moment is that if you haven't done big things in your career in your 40s or even by your 40s, then time has passed you by. And the fact is it's just not true. Your age isn't a determining factor for anything. All of my coaches, and I have three at the moment, are super successful and they're all at least 15 years younger than me. And at exactly the same time, 80% of the women in Forbes' list of the 100 most powerful women in 2023 are, wait for it, over 50 years old. We've got to normalise the fact that we all blossom at our own timeframes and that women's careers by necessity are getting longer as we blend ambition with parenting and caring for others and lifestyle choices all into that mix. I know I needed my maturity and my experience to lead this project, but I also know that age is not a predeterminant for or a barrier to success. I won't say much more about this one here because this is one of those topics I want to do a deeper dive into in future episodes, but know that it's definitely got me thinking differently. Time now for the fourth lesson. I also now understand just how powerful my mindset practices are. At the celebration night, a very senior staff member asked me how I dealt with the pressure of leading something so big. The question really threw me because of the belief that I'd held that we'd always deliver this program and it would always be better than what the bank already had in the lending space. We might not have been on time, we might not have been on budget, but we would deliver. I never wavered in that, and as a result, didn't actually feel a lot of pressure. I knew that if I consistently took baby steps in the direction of the vision, we would eventually get there. I also realised towards the end of the program that for three years I'd been presenting and updating the whole organisation on our progress, and that a big chunk of the organisation didn't believe we'd deliver. There's nothing particularly wrong with that. When we started our transformation, we had consultants running around the place saying that 80% of transformations fail uh, as a reminder to why we would want to continue to engage consultants. The idea that we could fail was built into the narrative from the very beginning. But as I said to so many people over the journey, if I didn't believe we could do it, I shouldn't have been leading the work. Can you imagine how hard it would be to get up every day and go to work believing that you would ultimately fail? I can't, and so I ensured that my mindset practices meant that I didn't have to. The fifth lesson is one that I want my people pleasers to tune into. You can be successful without being perfect or without pleasing everybody. 
I made so many mistakes on this program. So, so many mistakes. Mistakes that once upon a time would have seen me rocking in a corner, certain that I could not show my face in public ever again, or at least for a million years. I said things I wish I hadn't said. I reacted in ways that I wish I hadn't reacted. I know that I annoyed, upset, angered, disappointed and frustrated so many people that I wish I hadn't on the transformation journey. There was and is so much room for me to be better. So many things that I would do differently if I had a chance. And yet, we were still successful. I'm still here telling you this story. Despite my imperfection and the fact that I barely pleased anyone along the way, I've still been able to deliver this program. And finally, number six, I realised that we are all way more powerful than we think we are and that with only a tool or two and the right support, we can deliver really big things. Please, please know that I am not special here. I fully understand that anyone on the planet could have led what I've led, assuming they were up for it, and they let themselves do it. We're stronger than we realise, and we're way more powerful than we realise. If we just let ourselves feel the fear, or the pain of disappointment, conflict, failure, all of the things, and continue taking action, we're actually unstoppable. And here's the thing. Being fearful or pain avoidant doesn't mean we're broken or that something's wrong with us. All it means is that we have perfectly normal human brains doing their very best to protect us, which is their job. But it can mean we limit ourselves until we find new ways to stretch into new spaces. So how's all this changing how I'm thinking about 2024? Well, it's actually having quite influence. First up, Now that I've proven how big I can play and how much I can hold professionally in the coaching practice and personally, I am not allowing myself to snap back to where I was prior to last year or even early last year. Yes, I've backed off the intensity of the last couple of months, but I'm convinced now that I can have a way bigger impact than I ever imagined. Ah, and quick aside, no one will really remember this, I'm sure, but my word for the year for 2023 was impact, and I feel like I definitely lived that word out fully throughout the year. My word for 2024 is actually two words, expansion and elevation. I'm sure you can see where I'm going with that choice. So yes, I'll be looking to both expand and elevate, and I'll be hanging on to the idea of impact all at the same time. Secondly, as I've already mentioned a couple of times, I want to have bigger conversations about women in corporate and leadership and the narrative that surrounds everything we do in this space. I've had lots to reframe about when I'd be ready to do my best work and lead my biggest program, and I really want to normalise things in this space. The big majority of my clients are in their early 40s, and so often they come to me thinking that they've missed the boat or that they can't have everything they want in their careers because they also want to be the best mummers they can be and have, you know, fulfilling personal lives. And we have to change the conversation on this one. And lastly, I'm going to start speaking to the power that we have within us. Not a single one of us is broken or needs some sort of fixing. We've got everything we need to have the careers and lives of our dreams inside us. We only need to let those dreams out. And if we need anything at all, it's someone to help us collapse time, get to where we want to go sooner, hold up a mirror so that we can see our strength and to remind us that our doubts are natural and if we can step our way through them, we will be unstoppable. Okay team, there we have it, our first episode of 2024 done and dusted. 
Given the things I'll be doing differently in 2024 were kind of a wrap up, I think I'll skip the traditional recap today. I really hope that you found today's chat helpful and that it gave you some different things to think about as we launch into 2024. I'll be back at the podcast mic really soon with more musings and strategies for you. But until then, please stay fabulous and bye for now.